0: Coffee Break German, Lesson
1: 9.
0: Willkommen zurück. Welcome back to Coffee Break German. Ich heiße Mark. Ich heiße Thomas. Und wir sind hier to learn German. Um Deutsch zu lernen. Okay. Wir sind hier um Deutsch zu lernen. Yes, very good. We're here to learn German. Excellent. Yes, we are here to learn German, or at least I'm here to learn German and Thomas is here to teach us. That's right. And we hope you enjoyed the lesson so far and feel like you made progress. I certainly do feel as if I'm improving. Today, we're going to finish off what we were talking about last time, about the town, with some more examples of directions, and move on to talking about language and coping with language and coping with situations where you don't understand what people are saying to you. And I have to be honest, that's likely to happen quite a lot. Bist du fertig, Mark? Ja, ich bin fertig. Auf geht's! So, as usual, let's start with a little bit of review from last time. I am going to ask a question. And Thomas is going to give us a response. And we're going to try and understand the entire response. My question is, wo ist der Bahnhof? Hm, der Bahnhof. Gehen Sie über die Kreuzung, dann die zweite Straße links und geradeaus über die Brücke. Dort finden Sie den Bahnhof. Noch einmal bitte? Gerne. Gehen Sie über die Kreuzung. Dann die zweite Straße links und geradeaus über die Brücke. Dort finden Sie den Bahnhof. Okay, let's split this up. You started with? Gehen Sie über die Kreuzung. So that's go over the crossroads, go through the crossroads, I guess. Dann die zweite Straße links. So the second street on the left. Und geradeaus über die Brücke. Straight on over the bridge. Und dort finden Sie den Bahnhof. See that last part? Und dort finden Sie den Bahnhof. So does that mean literally there you find the station? Richtig. And I also noticed den Bahnhof. If we remember back to our grammar guru from last time. Den Bahnhof. Dort finden Sie den Bahnhof. There you find the station. Very good, correct. Okay, let's try another one. This time I'm looking for the cinema. Entschuldigen Sie bitte, wo ist das Kino? Das Kino. Also uh, gehen Sie geradeaus und nehmen Sie die dritte Straße rechts. Dann gehen Sie über den Platz und das Kino ist auf der linken Seite. Wow. Um, how do I say more slowly, please? Langsamer, bitte. Langsamer, bitte. Langsamer. Langsamer. Also langsamer, bitte. Okay. Gehen Sie geradeaus. Und nehmen Sie die dritte Straße rechts. Dann gehen Sie über den Platz und das Kino ist auf der linken Seite. That was a little more einfach, (laughs) um, but still quite complicated. So let's split it up into each part of the sentence. The the first direction. Gehen Sie geradeaus. So let's go straight on. Und nehmen Sie die dritte Straße rechts. Are you saying nehmen Sie? Yeah, it means to take. Okay, so nehmen Sie die dritte Straße rechts, take the third street on the right. Yeah. Okay, and the next part. Dann gehen Sie über den Platz. So then cross over the square. Und das Kino ist auf der linken Seite. And the cinema is on the left side. Okay, let's hear that phrase again. Auf der linken Seite. Auf der linken Seite. Auf der linken Seite. Auf der linken Seite. On the left-hand side, I suppose. Hand side, yeah. Or auf der rechten Seite. Der rechten Seite. On the right-hand side. So links and rechts change to linken Seite and rechten Seite. Yes, because they are just to Seite, the noun. So they're used as an adjective. Perfect. Okay, all makes sense. Let's turn this around now. You're going to ask a question and then you can feed me the response, okay? Okay, Mark. Ich habe mich verlaufen. Wo ist die Schule? Die Schule. Okay, you give me some prompts in English. Okay. Take the first street Street on the left. Okay. Nehmen Sie die erste Straße links. Prima. Then straight on over the crossroads. So, geradeaus über die Kreuzung. Ja. Yeah. And then take the second street to the right. Und dann nehmen Sie die zweite Straße. Did you see right or left? Right. Rechts. Ausgezeichnet. Sehr gut. Okay, let's do the whole thing, okay? And we'll give the listeners some time to, to translate this to Take the first street on the left, then straight on over the crossroads, and then take the second street on the right. So, I'm going to say, nehmen Sie die erste Straße links, dann geradeaus über die Kreuzung und dann nehmen Sie die, die zweite Straße rechts. Perfect. Okay, we've had a couple of language phrases already. We've had once more, please. Noch einmal bitte. Noch einmal bitte. We've also had more slowly, please. Langsamer bitte. Langsamer bitte. Now let's talk a little more about dealing with languages. How would I say I speak German? Ich spreche Deutsch. Ich spreche Deutsch. Ich spreche Deutsch. It's not entirely true, because I don't really speak fluent German or anything. But for the time being, let's think about this, I speak. Let's hear it again. Ich spreche. Okay, so how would I ask, do you speak German? Sprechen Sie Deutsch? Sprechen Sie Deutsch? Sprechen Sie Deutsch? Sprechen Sie Deutsch. Okay, and how would I ask someone, do you speak English? Sprechen Sie Englisch. 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 Okay, so, sprechen Sie Englisch. Ja, ich spreche Englisch. Okay. Sprechen Sie Deutsch? Ja, ich spreche Deutsch. Now, I think I'm right in saying that we've already come across an expression that means a little. Ein bisschen. Ein bisschen. It's tricky. Let's hear it again. Bisschen. Bisschen. So can I say, ich spreche Deutsch ein bisschen. Yeah, just change it around. Ich spreche ein bisschen Deutsch. Ich spreche ein bisschen Deutsch. Sehr gut. Or I could say, ich spreche ein bisschen Englisch. Richtig. If I didn't speak any German at all, if I want to say I don't speak German, can I say, ich spreche nicht Deutsch? No, sadly not. It's very tricky in German. You would say, Ich spreche kein Deutsch. What's that word? Kein. Kein. Ich spreche kein Deutsch. Ich spreche kein Deutsch. So why don't you say, Ich spreche nicht Deutsch. It's quite tricky. I try to explain it a little bit because basically in German it makes a difference if you link the negative form to a noun or to a verb. Because if you want to make a sentence negative, with A verb like, for example, I am not from here, ich bin nicht von hier, or es ist nicht weit, it is not far, then you would use the nicht. Because in both those cases, we're talking about verbs, ich bin, es I am, ist. Yeah, okay. And if you link it to a noun like German, ich spreche kein Deutsch, then you use the kein. So, ich spreche kein Deutsch. Is kind of like saying, I speak no German. Yes, that's just translated literally. And in, in a sense, uh, we would be more likely to say, I don't speak German. But if we think about it in the sense of, I speak no German, ich spreche kein Deutsch. Yes. In English, you would say, don't any, but in German, it's just kein Deutsch. So maybe another example to understand it a little bit more clearly. Is related to the family. So in English, I have a brother. I have would be ich habe in German. So I could say I have two brothers. Ich habe zwei Brüder. But to say I have no sister, I would say ich habe keine Schwester. So again, the keine is linked to the sister, the noun. And so you wouldn't say ich habe nicht eine Schwester. Oh, it would be keine. So I don't have a sister. Ich habe Keine Schwester, I don't speak German, ich spreche kein Deutsch. Deutsch. Now, I'm seeing kein and keine there. I'm assuming that that's to do with the gender of what it's describing. It's basically an adjective, I guess. Yes, but I hope you get the main idea between nicht and keine. I certainly, I think I'm understanding that. I hope our listeners are too. Okay, let's think about a couple of other languages. We'll throw in some other languages. Our listeners are from all around the world. So how would I say uh, French? Französisch. 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 And what about Spanish? Spanisch. 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 That's nice and easy. Uh, Italian? Italienisch. Italienisch? Italienisch. Italienisch. And what about Chinese? Chinesisch. 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 And one more Japanese. Japanisch. Japanisch. Japanisch.
1: Du lernst Deutsch. Natürlich. Aber vielleicht willst du auch eine andere Sprache lernen. Did you know that you can also learn French, Spanish, Italian and Chinese with Coffee Break? Or if you'd like a quick espresso shot of another language, you can try one of our 26 one-minute language courses from Arabic to Zulu. For all your language learning needs, go to coffeebreaklanguages.com.
0: Okay, before the break, we were learning different words for different languages. Let's now put this into a bit more context and ask some questions. I'm going to ask Thomas some questions. Okay, so I'm going to ask you, do you speak a language? And I want you to tell me if you do. Tell me more if you like, okay? Also, sprechen Sie Englisch? Ja, ich spreche Englisch. Mark, I think we've known each other now for quite some time. You don't need to be formal with me. You can say, sprichst du? Okay, so sprechen Sie is the formal form. Can we hear the informal form again? Sprichst du? Sprichst du? Sprichst du Englisch? Sprichst du Englisch? Ja, ich spreche Englisch. Gut. Sprichst du Spanisch? Nein, ich spreche kein Spanisch, aber ein bisschen Französisch. Ah, also... Du sprichst ein bisschen Französisch. Ja, richtig. Aber kein Spanisch. Kein Spanisch. Sprichst du Italienisch? Nein, leider nicht. Leider nicht? What does that mean? Unfortunately not. Leider nicht. Leider nicht. Okay. What about Japanisch? Sprichst du Japanisch? Nein, gar nicht. Not at all. Let's see that again? Gar nicht. Gar nicht. Ja. Und sprichst du Chinesisch? Auch nicht. Auch nicht. I know what that one means. Not, also not. Or neither that one. Excellent. Okay. You ask me some questions. Marc, sprichst du Spanisch? Ja, ich spreche Spanisch. Französisch auch? Ja, ich spreche auch Französisch. Ah, sehr gut. Sprichst du Japanisch oder Chinesisch? Ich spreche nur ein bisschen Chinesisch und Japanisch, aber nur ein bisschen. How would I say a few words? Nur wenige Worte. Nur wenige Worte. Worte, words, nur wenige, just a few. Just a few. Nur wenige Worte. Nur wenige Worte. Okay, now, I believe it's time to hand over to our grammar guru, because at the moment I know that it's ich spreche, and du sprichst, and sie sprechen. Sprechen, yeah. Ja. But there's something strange going on there. It's over to our grammar guru to explain what's going on here.
2: Ah, okay, Mark. You've noticed there that the verb forms change depending on who you're talking to or about. We had ich spreche Deutsch, but sprechen Sie English. They've got different endings. We do the same in English, actually. We say, I speak, but he or she speaks. The process of changing the endings for different people is called conjugation. And today I'm going to teach you some verb endings so that you can start conjugating your own verbs. Sprechen is actually not the easiest verb to start with. So to make it a bit simpler, we'll use another verb for now and we'll come back to sprechen in a future lesson let's take a verb you already know, common, to come. As we heard back in lesson six, common is what we call the infinitive form of the verb, uh, the form you'd find in the dictionary. Now, the first step in forming a verb is to take that en ending off of the infinitive, which leaves us with what we call the stem of the verb. In this case, it's come, so K-O-M-M. You may like to think of it as the stem of a plant or the trunk of a tree on which leaves or branches grow, a different leaf or branch for different people and so on. So we're going to add our endings to that stem or the branches to our tree. The ending for the Ich form, which is called the first person singular, is the letter e. So when we add that onto the stem, we have Ich komme, You've used that one already, remember Ich komme aus Deutschland. You've also used the second person singular, the U form. Indeed, you'll remember that there are two different forms of U. We've got the informal Du, and the ending for that are the letters st. Add that to the stem, and we've got Du kommst. Then we've got the formal version Sie. Now remember, that's written with a capital, and the ending for that is is en, which gives us z common. This form looks and sounds exactly the same as the infinitive, the form we find in the dictionary. The other forms we've heard briefly are the third person singular. That's er, z and s. He, she and it. And the ending for all of those forms is t. So that would be er kommt, he comes, z kommt, she comes, and s kommt it comes. So let's sum up those singular forms. We've had ich komme, that was the first person singular, du kommst and sie kommen for the second person, informal and then formal, and finally er, sie and es kommt. So now you know all the singular person verb endings in the present tense and you'll be able to apply these rules to almost every German verb. Now, there are some exceptions, like sprechen, which we came across today, but we're going to come back to that in another lesson, along with the plural forms. For now, though, it's back to Mark and Thomas in the studio.
0: So thanks to our grammar guru for that very helpful explanation about how verbs work. Now, we already learned the word to speak, sprechen, but I think there's a Another one that's quite helpful when it comes down to languages, that would be to understand, verstehen. Let's hear it again. Verstehen. 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 Okay, so how would I say, I understand? Ich verstehe. And I don't understand? Ich verstehe nicht. Okay, so that's when you're saying, I don't understand. How would I now say, or I'm going to guess, that to say, I don't understand any German... I could say, ich verstehe kein Deutsch. Sehr gut, komplett richtig. Okay, I think I'm getting this kein business. Now, if I could also say, ich verstehe ein bisschen Deutsch. Ich verstehe ein bisschen Deutsch, aber ich spreche kein Deutsch, for example. Yeah, so I understand a little German when people are speaking it to me, but I don't speak any myself. Ich verstehe ein bisschen Deutsch, aber ich spreche kein Deutsch. I think we're going to leave it there for this lesson. Before we do, however, we've just got time to hear from Julia, our cultural correspondent, who's going to be telling us a little about language learning in Germany. Over to you, Julia.
1: Hello, Mark, Servus, Thomas, and guten Tag an alle unsere Coffee Break German Zuhörer. Ich bin's wieder, Julia, eure Kultur Reporterin. Today you've been learning to talk about which languages you can speak, so I thought it would be interesting to tell you a bit about language learning here in Germany. For the most part, English is the first foreign language for German school children. Next to German at Mass, English is one of the main subjects in school, and it's compulsory. So this means that every student has had at least 8 to 10 years of English by the time they leave school. In addition to this first foreign language, English, children have to study a second language for at least four years, and some may choose a third one, which is what I did back in my school time. Popular second foreign languages in German schools are French, um, Spanish, Italian, and Latin, but this may differ from region to region, also depending on which of the nine neighboring countries is close. So for example, there are schools teaching Danish or Polish as well. 23 years ago, back in the GDR or East Germany, every child had to learn Russian. It goes without saying that English is quite a popular subject for German teenagers because it's a language that surrounds them in many ways. Of course, there's also a certain pressure as it is very hard to get a job in Germany if you can't speak English. But there are also more motivating factors. Many of the teenagers' favorite singers sing in English. And they play computer games and watch TV series and films in English, so they really are surrounded by the language every day. In cinemas here in Germany, most of the films are dubbed, but still more and more young people tend to prefer watching the original versions with subtitles in order to improve their language skills. Germans are very open towards foreign languages and eager to learn them. So don't be offended when they start speaking English to you right away, just because they are so happy actually to meet a native speaker and practice their English. They will be just as impressed by your efforts to learn their language. Of course, for Germans, language learning doesn't finish when they leave school. Many people decide, just as you did, to pick up a new language in order to communicate in other countries on holiday or to increase their chances of getting an interesting job. So language schools for adults are booming in every bigger city. While we are talking about languages, of course it's important to mention that in Switzerland there are actually four official languages in different parts of the country. In addition to the German-speaking area, there is a large French-speaking part of the country, which includes the cities of Lausanne and Geneva. There is an Italian-speaking area called the Ticino. And there is also a part of the country where Romance is spoken. We could say so much more about languages, but I better finish my report now and hand you back to Thomas and Mark in the studio. Dankeschön und bis zum nächsten Mal!
0: Vielen Dank, Julia! Thank you for that interesting insight into language learning in Germany and indeed a little information about the languages spoken in Switzerland. Hopefully you feel now that you're able to understand a little German and that you can speak more than a little German now with these phrases and the words that we're learning. And I also hope that you feel that you're understanding how the language works. We don't want to put together a course that's simply repeating phrases. We're trying to get into the the workings of the language and understand how to put together phrases. And we hope that you feel that you're doing that now. Yes, I don't think learning a language is just about repeating phrases and memorizing them. It's about understanding the patterns and manipulating the language to what you want to say. Absolutely. Don't forget that you can find out lots more about German and indeed about how you can benefit from Coffee Break German in a greater way by going to our website at coffeebreakgerman.com. Das reicht für heute. Danke fürs Zuhören. Actually, just before we go, can you explain that? Danke fürs Zuhören. Fürs Zuhören. Thank you for listening. Oh, well, danke fürs have been listening to a production of the Coffee Break Academy for the Radio Lingua Network. Copyright 2017 Radio Lingua Limited. Recording copyright 2017 Radio Lingua Limited. All rights reserved. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer.